0: Erin Mendenhall has announced the ending of the curfew in Salt Lake City, and that comes after she, uh, this according to her Twitter handle, has seen the respect that protesters have largely shown for one another, police, and the city. And that's an important point uh, that she makes there, and it's important that she vocalize it in this fashion. She has observed respect that the protesters have shown for one another, for police, and the city. We very rapidly saw a change in the behavior on our streets from Saturday to Monday. Not exactly sure why no one took to the streets on Sunday. I... (laughs) I'm still baffled by that, but they took a break. Saturday night was a tough one. Uh, In fact, uh, Debbie Janovic and I were on these airwaves for hours upon hours reporting what we were witnessing taking place in the streets of Utah's capital city. And it was some heartbreaking stuff, and we've been over that uh, time and again. And in the fallout from that, there has been a little bit of back and forth. Back and forth between uh, the mayor's office, uh, the Fraternal Order Police, other individuals. And we've covered that on my radio program. We talked about some of the strong uh, language leveled against Aaron Mendenhall, the mayor of Salt Lake City, by the Fraternal Order of Police, specifically Brent Jex, the president of the Utah FOP. Well, I, over the past few days, have witnessed some, some incredible, incredible things. Let me take you backwards a, a little bit to where this all started. On Sunday, in the absence of protesters in the streets, there was a press briefing. There was an occasion where Mayor, Mayor Aaron Mendenhall did speak with the public and did speak with protesters. She did so via a Zoom call, and she had this to say. Following yesterday's events, I've asked Chief Brown for a thorough after-action review of our police department's response to protesters. If you were downtown yesterday and you believe that there were any incidents of inappropriate use of force, I ask that you file a complaint. You can do that through the web, email, phone, and the reports can be anonymous. There's no wrong way to make a complaint. Now, in fairness to the mayor, that was one portion, 23 seconds, in fact, of a much, much longer presentation where she talked about uh, various aspects of what had transpired Saturday night. And then when Monday morning rolled around, uh, Brent Jex, president of the Utah Fraternal Order of Police, had published a letter condemning the mayor demanding an apology, asserting that her request for those who participated in the violence uh, and the protests of Saturday night reach out and share instances in their estimation of abuse of power or any type of abuse at the hands of police officers that she uh, would be welcoming of such information. Brent Jex, again, president of the Utah Fraternal Order of Police took exception at that, and on David Tjanovic on Monday had this to say. She doesn't owe the FOP an apology. She owes the officers that were down there. She owes their families an apology for not prioritizing them over anarchists. That's where the apology needs to come from. And and you know we're willing to we're willing to move past it. Uh, there are bigger things at issue. We've. Uh, We've already had discussions with the NAACP on this whole issue. If she wants solutions, then we're there for solutions. If she wants headlines, then she's doing a great job on that herself. Now that all transpired Saturday and Sunday and Monday. And I mentioned in the lead-up to this segment that I am so proud of the leaders at so many various levels here in Utah for their ability to lead in a dynamic fashion. And by that, I mean that when faced with new circumstances, new understandings, added conversations and interactions, they are able to change their position. And to do so isn't to compromise your own pride. There is only pride in digging your heels in and standing put on your position, even when confronted with uh, conflicting evidences. Good reason to change your mind and change your attitude. And we have seen that on both the part of Mayor Aaron Mendenhall, as well as Brent Jex, president of the Utah uh, Fraternal Order of Police. I want to share with you right now a letter which he has drafted subsequent to uh, his initial views in response to the actions and the comments made by Aaron Mendenhall. It reads this way, and is dated just yesterday, the Utah Fraternal Order of Police and its 4,000 members would like to publicly thank Mayor Mendenhall for her efforts the past 24 hours. A dialogue was established with her by our national trustee from Utah, Kevin Salmon, who was also injured during the riots Sunday night. In a show of good faith and leadership, Mayor Mendenhall reached out and apologized for the messaging and sought a working relationship with the Fraternal Order of Police. These are very trying times. I'm reading to you now from a letter drafted by Brent Jex, president of the Utah Fraternal Order of Police. In its second paragraph, it reads, These are very trying times, the likes of which our state has not experienced before, but will likely experience again. The need for those in leadership to seek answers to problems have never been higher. We genuinely express our appreciation for the olive branch she extended and look forward to having a solid relationship with her. While we will likely not agree on every circumstance or topic, we will at least have the dialogue to ensure that our thoughts and opinions can be shared. This, the final paragraph coming from the letter penned by Brent Jex, FOP president here in Utah, says, As far as the FOP is concerned... This issue is now behind us, and we will move forward in cooperation in an effort to increase protection for line officers across the state. Success of cities, counties, and even the state relies on the professionalism and efforts of police officers. We encourage others to move forward as well. I feel so good reading that. And I feel so good knowing that this individual, this organization, and the mayor of Utah's capital city in the midst of all of this confusion and this per, these precarious circumstances. You know, this is like, this is tinderbox stuff, you know? In, in, in an instant, these crowds can change their mind. In an instant, these crowds can return to the behavior which we witnessed here in Salt Lake City on Saturday. In an instant, crowds can change and commit some of the acts which we have seen outside of Utah's borders in other major cities across the United States. And we don't want that. And one of the ways we combat it is by having dynamic leaders in place uh, like Mayor Mendenhall and like the president of the Utah Fraternal Order of Police. I uh, applaud and admire both of them for the way they handled their disagreement. And uh, if it were up to me, I would uh, echo What was shared by president jack saying that this issue is now behind us and we will move forward in cooperation what a wonderful example not only to the individuals that work for and support these two uh, leaders but also the community they represent Uh, wonderful stuff good example of wisdom and dynamic leadership right there we're going to take a quick break when we come back it is expected that we will be hearing from one of my favorites, Dr. Angela Dunn, state epidemiologist. She will be offering a situational update from the presentation room at the state capitol. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.